Hi guys, so welcome back. This is the High Vibe Alchemist podcast, episode three. And today we're going to talk a bit about purpose, um, the concept of what your life purpose might be. And if you're like myself, uh, still discovering what that means, I'm going to share some uh, tools that I have come across that I think have helped me uh, uncover what I feel like my life's mission or major contribution is um, or what would like it to be. And um, hopefully it will help you in doing the same. Um, It's my belief that I think that if we are all kind of in line with our life's mission or goal or purpose, um, we become more fulfilled in our work and our everyday lives because we kind of have the big picture in mind. Um, The small steps that we take along the way, we see as stepping stones that lead us to uh, remaining on that path to that destination. Um, So when I was first thinking about what this podcast might, episode might um, entail, I started thinking about, well, you know, when I was thinking of this concept originally five or seven years ago, what did that really mean to me? And to be honest, it was like an evolving journey, which I'm sure much like the rest of you, it will become the same. Um, It took me some time to really uh, figure that out for myself. And the exercises that I've described, even uh, in the first and second episodes of the podcast, really helped to start to uncover some of those things and make space and time for me to be able to explore them and um, really you know, unfurl what uh, my purpose was and is for me. So I hope you do go back and take a listen to those two episodes. Um, you know, the first one was, in short, trying to create a, a sample of your ideal day, just if you were to think about that and write it down. And in our second episode, we did a worksheet download where you took your current schedule and um, took a look at it hour by hour, day by day, which gave you a broad level view of where you were spending your time so that you could hopefully find pockets of time that you could use better or um, that you could see where you were overcommitted to and maybe make adjustments so that you can have a more balanced schedule. Um, And those exercises are really intended so that in finding the times that are available, you could use those times to explore Um, things that right now might be hobbies or side hustles or things that you like to do just to spend free time, but explore whether or not those things are are really fulfilling and could go the distance in becoming what you spend most of your life doing. Um, So that leads us to today's topic, which is uh, the question of purpose. And for me, as I said, a winding road and, and sort of learning and listening and exploring Um, listening with myself and listening to others and reading and um, learning about certain concepts. And so for today's podcast, to narrow it down, at least just to my experience to share with you guys, um, we're going to take three examples of which I've come across. And then one that has actually gained a lot of popularity in the productivity world, in the wellness world, um, that you're kind of hearing this buzzword about. But actually, in reality, when you you break it down, you can kind of see, oh, okay, this is something that is tangible, I can sit with, I can practice out and possibly get some good results from. So in my exploration, I would say the first 
concept we all come across is this idea of your purpose or what some people say is your soul mission or the reason you're here um, kind of intertwined with your destiny but I don't really like that word because I definitely believe that we have free will at play so you can choose um, how the story of the outcome unfolds but um, I think we all if we really sat with it, could determine like what really lights us up. And in that feeling of being illuminated, that to me is what shines as your life's purpose. So, um, you know, as a person who's definitely participated and still does participate in a lot of the Eastern traditions of like yoga practices and meditation and things like that, um, you know, most of us are fairly familiar with the Sanskrit word dharma. Um, which is loosely defined as purpose in, in our Western understanding of it. Um, and so most of people will talk about finding your dharma or your reason for being or what you're meant to be here to do. Um, the second you know, aspect I would say I came across was this concept of uh, fa, which comes from the West African tradition. And it is a, a concept of understanding what you were downloaded with in terms of your fa sign and the belief is is that everyone was kind of given a sign or determined what their sign would be that follows them through their lives in this incarnation and it is attributed to um, what they consider to be your destiny or your um, bioa hopefully I'm saying that right and it is the a concept of what you ask to come to this uh, plane for. So the idea is, is that you sat with your creator and decided what your lessons and what your experiences were meant to be while you were here. And so that was your ask to come. It was kind of what your destiny was um, entailed to be. And so that concept and then your fa sign that you're born under follows you through your existence in this plane and then finally we come to the third one which as i was saying before is kind of the buzzword that we've been hearing more about which is the japanese con concept of ikigai and ikigai is the concept of your purpose your life purpose being here and what I liked principally about the idea of the Japanese version of Ikigai is that it came to meet with the productivity that I was talking about in the first two episodes uh, really nicely in the sense that your Ikigai has uh, four primary elements and they have to do with one, what you love, uh, two, what the world needs from you. So what would be your mission? Three, what you're good at. So what's your vocation or your your um, calling? Some people, you know, it's kind of like when some people notice they're really good at picking up languages or someone's just like a phenomenal baker and they've had no, you know, professional training whatsoever. Things that kind of come to you naturally that let you stand out also naturally because it's not something that everyone can do equally as well. And then finally, your profession or what you can get paid for or how you can receive back from doing your vocation and your mission. Um, and so there's a, a lot of books that are, are out about it. Um, there's a lot of talks that have been given on it. And what I find to be so um, engaging about the concept of the Ikigai and that, that kind of four principle element is that it's something that it's tangible that you can sit with and you can return to. 
Um, but in taking in the two steps of the podcast that we did in the first episode and the second episode um, with the, the exercises that we also did, it kind of falls in line in creating some productive space in which you have time to explore principles and concepts that work for you. And then hopefully taking those things in totality and weaving it into what is defined as what you define as your life purpose or your ikigai. Um, so in every iteration of what I've read and the talks that I have come across, everyone knows that it sounds really simple on paper, but when you have to sit down and do it, it's definitely much more difficult. And I love that I listened to a TED talk by um, Tim Tamashiro, correct? And um, he spoke about the concepts of doing your ikigai as a side hustle, which I think so many of us can relate to because we all have bills to pay. We all have obligations to meet on a day-to-day basis. But the concept of exploring these things that make us happy and these things that give us fulfillment and then exploring them over a certain period of time to seeing if they can be translated into something that we do full time. Um, and then there are some, you know, other little tips and tricks or 10 rules that I came across in another book, um, by Hector Garcia and, uh, Francis Morales. And in the book, they talk about these 10 concepts of staying active, um, living with an, uh, urgency and, uh, not necessarily an urgency of, I have to do everything right now, but you should explore the things that you find to be, um, important to you. Uh, But at the same time, move at a slower pace. So take everything in stride. Don't just rush into things head first. Uh, Things like only eating when you're 80% full, which I thought was a good one because I think all of us sit down after a stressful morning or afternoon or evening and just kind of load up on the nourishment that's in front of us because we aren't really taking the time to download. Um, Surround yourself with good friends Get in shape uh, through daily and gentle exercise. So, you know, a lot of people who are uh, really successful talk about these mindful practices that they do, whether it's um, Tai Chi or yoga or meditation, uh, taking the time to keep your body in shape, but also your mind. Um, Smile and acknowledge people around you, which I think is a really nice concept. You know, this like tagline of saying you smile at the world and the world smiles back at you. Uh, reconnecting with nature, give thanks to anything that brightens your day and makes you feel alive. Live in the moment. So that goes back into our our first concept or earlier concept of living with a sense of urgency, but not rushing. Um, and then follow your ikigai. So follow your, your sweet spot or what makes you happy, right? Um, so we want to talk about these concepts in a way in which they're tangible And nothing is a quick fix. This is not like, okay, in the next 30 days, you're going to decide what your life purpose is. Yay. But I think you can see in terms of building on the concepts that we've talked about in the first and second episode, even if you've sat down with that second episode worksheet of building out your schedule, it sounds really mundane. It sounds like minutia, actually, to sit with your schedule and go hour by hour and break out what you're doing. But I did the exercise myself and I shared it with my um, followers on Instagram. And so you're welcome to pop over there to see how it worked out for me. But um, what I loved about that exercise, and I keep loving every time I come back to it, is that at first you're just like, I mean, this 
is going to be really easy. It's going to be super fast. I'm going to jot down everything that I'm doing. But then slowly as you go and you look at the hours and by hours that you're breaking down each day, you start to see certain places where you're like, wow, like I've really overcommitted to certain things that aren't necessarily a top priority for me. And then, or conversely, there's gaps in my schedule where I am not really paying attention to as available time to dedicate to other things. And so um, the goals, when you look at what your goals were alongside of your current schedule, you can kind of see of like, oh, this matches up, you know, 70%, but I'm not really quite there um, in all the areas that I want to be, or I'm totally not aligned with what I'm, you know, trying to achieve. And my priorities have completely been topsy-turvy, but because we're going through the days and through the motions, um, on this kind of in-your-face level, like you're just dealing with what's directly in front of you, you aren't taking the moment to step back and see in the larger picture, in the larger frame or context, how this is keeping you on track with your journey and your goals, or if there are other ways in which you can tweak it where you can get there faster, or there's a better route, or maybe there's something new that you want to explore that wasn't on that journey before and you want to bring those in but if you don't take a step back and try to look at the bigger picture you're never going to really be able to have the correct details or specific things that you want to do kind of aid in getting to that bigger picture if that makes sense um so on the website on um the social medias (laughs) i'm going to be posting a little concept of a graphic of Ikigai, which is the Japanese, um, you know, idea of concept of happiness and sweet spot and finding what that is for each individual. And this way you can sit with it and tangibly see how these things intersect. The concept is your Ikigai is a, is a convergence of all these four elements. And, um, so as we, as I mentioned, it's not going to be something that you just sit down with once and you're like, got it. Some people might already know what that is, and that's fabulous, but even for those who don't or who are still trying to explore it, this is a great exercise and a great tool to help kind of identify some things. Um, So some examples would be like hobbies or interests that you have, Um, and a perfect example would be I have a friend who's a great artist in terms of she's a character drawer. She does... um, you know, her own creations and designs, and she can spend hours and months and, and, you know, going over and perfecting it and making it, um, completely dope. And anytime I see one of them, I'm like, wow, you're amazing. You should be selling this. You should be doing that. And then one day, you know, she said to me, she was like, yeah, you know, Tony, the thing about it is, is that I kind of do this for me. It's kind of like my space. I sit down, it's my meditation. It's the way that I zone out. And I just get the most uh, benefit from it when it's just mine. I don't have to worry about making it perfect for somebody else to then, let's say, purchase. And then I don't have to put that uh, creation out into the world and have other people judge it and necessarily be worried about how it's being received. That hobby is just for me. And so that's a perfect example of there it is. It's something that she likes to do. It's a passion. It's something that she's really great at. Does she find it to be her mission? No, not necessarily. And can she get paid for it? Yes, possibly, but it's not something that she wants to do. So that's a concept of exploring an interest or a hobby that you have where it doesn't turn into your ikigai. Um, However, another version could very well be 
that there's an interest of yours that you've developed and you, you practice daily and you've thought to yourself plenty of times, like, oh, you know, if I could turn this into a business, if I could make this my life's work, I would do it in a heartbeat. And those are the kinds of threads that we want to explore and pull on and, and see where it develops and leads us. Um, so I will challenge you guys <laughs> to try this exercise, understanding that it's not going to be done in a day or in a 15 minute sit down, but definitely something that I think helps me and um, I hope will help you. And, uh, you know, in the concept of talking about what we'll be talking about in further podcasts and episodes, when we talk about the struggles of trying to make your life balanced and finding your life's purpose, I think that um, is fundamental to getting that fulfillment that we're all looking for in our lives. When you have your sense of dharma or your purpose, your ikigai, and it's a part of your daily routine and ritual, you just live with a little bit more bounce in your step, knowing that there is a larger reason for you waking up each morning or going to this job or, you know, taking on this client. And what I love about the concept that we will talk about in this podcast is that a lot of these little steps, these little stepping stones. So, you know, a lot of people will talk about the idea of, oh, okay, so I know exactly what I want to do. But does that mean I really should take this contract that I feel like might introduce me to a couple of things and open some doors, but it's really not exactly what I want to do. And so um, as we talk in the future with some guests that'll be on here and they'll talk about their own journeys, it's like we'll find that even through the stories of people who know what their purpose is, the road is winding. It's not a direct path to an end result. And I've had lots of friends, colleagues, mentors, um, people that I've you know come to meet along my own journey where they'll openly share with you, just as with myself, <clears throat> is there's plenty of times where you might do something that's a sidestep, and that's totally okay. Or you might um, decide you want to explore a different avenue, and it branches off, but it doesn't quite lead to something else, and that that's fine too. But at the end, the, uh, the idea and the, and the hope is that you find the thing that um, really is your mission, is your vocation, your passion, and your profession, and then they all converge into the same. And that helps you live this fulfilled um, life, balanced life. Um, So I hope you try the exercise, check out the social medias and do the downloads. And if you have any other uh, cultural principles or concepts of this that you've explored yourself, please share them. I'll send, I'll share them with the community in the upcoming newsletters. I'll shout them out on social medias and the stories um, because I think it's a, a concept and a principle we'll find and we do find amongst many cultures, if not every. And I always am intrigued by our different interpretations of this concept that sound different in you know subtle ways, but in the overall bigger picture, they're very much the same. And uh, if there wasn't so much importance that was meant to be relayed on this concept, it wouldn't be something that's touched on in just about every culture. I think when we explore these stories in all different cultures, we not only learn about the common thread that lies between us, but it just helps lift our overall vibration and and our educational um, standpoint collectively. So that's always a, a good thing. And I'm always trying to encourage that amongst everyone. 
because we get a greater understanding of each other. We can have more empathy and caring towards one another when we realize how much we actually have in common versus what uh, can drive us apart. So thank you once again for um, listening. If you're coming back to us, if you've listened to our previous episodes and uh, welcome in if you're new. As always, you can send me an email at uh, highvibealchemist at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at the High Vibe Alchemist and on Twitter at the High Vibe Alk. The website is thehighvibealchemist.com. Um, we will talk again soon. Looking forward to it. Hope you guys have a great week and thanks again.